0: Mikey and Rin stay in Oh yeah. Hello everybody and welcome to Mikey and Rin Stay in. My name is Mikey.
1: My name is Rin.
0: It's a rainy day in Portland, Oregon.
1: Finally. And it feels great. It does.
0: Everything's feeling very satiated.
1: hmm
0: Wet. hmm Would you call it a a, a WAP? <laughs> a wet-ass Portland.
1: I would. I Great. Would. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's our show today, folks. <laughs> You're
1: welcome.
0: We've got, um, the last time that we talked to you, Corinne was not pregnant.
1: Right, I was on bed rest, couch rest.
0: Yeah, she had had a transfer. Right. But we didn't right. officially know whether or not she was going to be pregnant.
1: Right. I forgot that.
0: And at the end of the show, we'll tell you.
1: (laughs) Stay tuned.
0: Yeah, we are. um, That's really mean. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. What would you want to reveal the news? Drum roll sound.
1: Yeah, I am pregnant until (laughs) proven otherwise, I think they call it. (laughs) One of the most romantic phrases of all time.
0: I know. And it's cute. I know what they're trying to do. I think it's. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. it's cute. it does feel a little bit disingenuous or something. <laughs>
1: well, it sort of feels like, you know what?
0: Until you fail.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it feels like. Until you blow it at your, your one body womanly thing. Yeah, fucks up again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy this moment because it probably won't last.
0: <laughs> we're also watching, we're in the middle of like a rainy day binge of this Lula Roe documentary, Ooh. which is great. Yeah. It's so interesting. Um, but it also just feels like there's so many like what's it called? An aphorism? Mm-hmm. Like the like the words on the wall in Christians' mm-hmm, homes. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's so much of that. Mm-hmm. Every single like surface in this show has something that says like live, laugh, love, or like, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's wine o'clock somewhere, you know.
1: Except it's more like it's more like affirm your husband and give him a blowjob every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> your only purpose on life on the planet is to be a family member and, <laughs> and have seventy-five kids. <laughs> But yeah, but it feels kind of like that. Pregnant, But otherwise. But I know that it comes from good people. Yes. And from a good place.
1: Yes, one million percent. I'm totally just being a cynical cunt. Um, you are. And I am. Uh- <laughs> That's the tattoo that it has
0: when Rin peels down her bottom lip. Instead of saying no regrets, it says cynical cunt.
1: Exactly. That really hurts. <laughs> but it's spelled S-I-N. It's yeah. cynical. <laughs>
0: yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, Rinny's pregnant. We're sued. Super excited about yeah, it. Yeah, super excited. Yeah, and it's we have six and a half week ultrasound come up here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: I know this is this is gonna feel like deja vu for those of you that have been listening.
0: Oh my god, I know. Like people are gonna be like, "Am I on drugs? Did this already happen?"
1: Didn't I just? Isn't this episode fifty?
0: Well, one of the uh, one of the things like so, Rini, you know, has to shove so many different things into her body. Uh, we have two <laughs> shots to do tonight. Uh, which she might have forgotten about. We always forget about it until like eight thirty p.m. and mm. then we're like, God, "Oh, I never, damn I, it. I
1: never forget. I just, just tuck it away. Just, yeah, just,
0: just, forget about it for a little forget. bit." But she's also having to put like enormous amounts of Indomethacin into her vagina, and um, <laughs> it's these like tablets that look like antacids, and the, uh, the, we've only been getting them a three like three at a time, and then today, yeah, cause it's twice a day, right.
1: And you get a six pack.
0: <laughs> or so three days at a time, yeah. And so today I went and picked up the next batch of it and we were like, we've just been trying to get like, hey, can we get more of these so we don't have to come all the way across town twice you know, twice a week or whatever. And um, the person, speaking of deja vu, she used the uh, prescription from the last pregnancy to what get that? us 42 of these pills. So 21 days.
1: That was such a good hack because the a woman that hack. I spoke to earlier, I was like, hey, Mariah, me again. <laughs> um, she's like, hey, I put in the order to get you more at one time. Oops. Um, uh, and I was like, oh, okay, great. Didn't hear from them yet. Okay, great. Well, I'll be in today and I'll be in on Saturday. Right. See you uh, twice a week, babe. But, but uh but yeah, this other woman found a little loophole. I know, and I like it. Just jumped right
0: through it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So but yeah, we're just so we've been I don't know. We've we've kind of like we're also back, both of us are back to work full time, and that's great. Because it is like a bit of a distraction because I think otherwise sure. I would just be losing my mind about I don't know, all the things.
1: <laughs> Each milestone.
0: But it does feel I don't know. There's something, and I don't know if you agree with this, but there's something that feels like right about this. Like, obviously, we talk too much about this to too many people and probably are too whatever.
1: And by we, Mikey really means him. Really? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I know mean, what you're I you. am a part of this podcast, a willing participant. But Mikey is also a disseminator is- of information. For example, he This is what I was gonna tell you the story shows about, I think. today was it today? Yesterday yesterday to tell our sweet, gentle, very young male carrier like she has known every step of the last IVF journey, pregnancy, oh, yeah. ending of our baby's life, sure. And every single step of this one's yep. this one.
0: <laughs> <It's> yeah. Like- <laughs> well, I think she listens to the podcast. I didn't know uh, that. I didn't realize that. I'm pretty sure that's true. And she, to me, it's like it is less weird to tell her who I see every day uh-huh. than it is it is to tell like, I don't know, like an uncle who I see twice every five years.
1: Right. Have you told any uncles that you see twice no, every but five
0: they. Years? But <laughs> some of my family listens to the podcast and they uh-huh. know. And yeah. So it's yeah. like, but I could see her every day. Sure. And she hands me things like, you know, my sex toys that I'm ordering anonymously through the mail. True. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, this is Mikey's um you know, we call Mikey the mayor often. Yeah. Because Mikey is a the old
0: gray mayor. He ain't what he used to be. It's so Don't true. That. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you are a, you know, you're a person that wants to like can go deep right away. And so sure. um I
0: also like to talk and I like attention.
1: Yeah, and you like yeah, you like to talk about yourself and your your kind of personal story, right? Yep. And um and so whether that be mail carrier or neighbor yep. or grocery store bagger. Well I was
0: gonna say the amount of grocery store mm-hmm. clerks, unfortunately, that have heard me talk about and I and these are you know, I don't force these things. I'm not one of those like weird. No, you're
1: not an overtalker, talker. No, right? I'm not like
0: a lonely overtalker that, you know, tells people things like in inappropriate situations. Like, no. Like I'm talking to someone about something and I can tell like, you know, I can read the room pretty well and read people pretty well. But yeah, I've told a lot of, a lot of the uh, grocery people about things that are going on with us. Well, I also I it think just comes I up, I <laughs> you know when you're scanning bananas. <laughs> I of course. <laughs> it's not odd. They they see me and they're like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" Like it's like a real thing. Yeah, I'm a no, good I
1: believe that. I I know that you do <laughs> forge connections with people that are meaningful really quickly.
0: You use the word forge, and if you just took that little clit off of the G, it would be force. <laughs> you force conversations. You force relationships. No, I don't. I don't no, think I that
1: about you at all. I yeah. I think that you're um, well, one thing that's happened. In the time that we've been together, I think is that my um I have become more so of a of a sharer mm. and I think that I have become more comfortable with being more vulnerable and sure you know I let this whole podcast into mm. the i v f journey and totally are losing our baby and told you guys about the trash compactor right Yep, that's that big. has been repurposed into a big compost. smelly awesome compost heap not so smelly um oh sometimes smelly yeah well, sometimes and smelly like, but a good okay. compost
0: heap shouldn't be smelly because it's you know you're you're cycling through nitrogen and oxygen or no nitrogen and carbon
1: well it it does it has an it has an odor
0: sure oh um, no that's true
1: and i think that that's good i you do know, too i don't think that a
0: I understand what you were like saying. Like a it was, perfumey it was a delivery. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but but I think I'm I'm now in a little bit more of a um, protective, if not protective, just fearful zone mm-hmm. of totally. Um, then having to tell everybody, "Oops, just kidding!" Like we didn't hear a heartbeat. And right. So, no, I know. Just well,
0: kidding. And, and my, you know, and it's, I 100% understand every every side of both, of all the arguments, right? Mm-hmm. Don't tell people until after the first trimester because you just don't know, right? Right, right. Last time we could have done that and still would have had to tell people that we lost our baby because For it was sure. after the yeah. first trimester. And so yep. um, the, you know, and then my argument now is kind of like, I want my troops assembled around mm-hmm. us to support us no matter what happens mm-hmm. and does that mean excuse me does that mean that i need to tell everybody in the world no but there are people that are kind of like for better or for worse like in the parachute tent right now mm-hmm. you know that are in here with us and they're like what's going on and you know and it's because i've kind of already let them in and um yeah, I don't know. It is too much, for sure. My mom would vomit if she knew the amount of people. She <laughs> has... She hates that we do this podcast. Like She can't... <laughs> She's never listened. She never will. Um, but she also like would, would die if she knew how many people I've told. Just because it's like... But I just feel like it's like... I want to let people in. I, it's my therapy is to talk to people and get their kind of read on things and get their support. Mm-hmm. Um, and give them support, too. It's, it's a two-way street.
1: Yeah, and um, I think that that's been a big... Um, goal of ours with the show, right? Mm -hmm. Is to um, go to the really happy places and also go to the yucky places because the yucky places were not unique. Oh, fuck (laughs) no. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of people that live in the yucky places for a really long time Mm -hmm. when trying to create a baby um, or decide how they're going to become parents yeah. and um and so yeah i i appreciate your um willingness to be so forthcoming mm-hmm. i think that there's there's still a part of me that's um oof i don't know you know i, I think reaching milestones in a in pregnancies that have been when you have pregnancies that are unsuccessful, I think a lot of times what happens is you set yourself up for fear around each milestone, right? Of like, course, yeah. I, I don't know this, but I'm just sort of anticipating that until we get past the 20-week ultrasound, <laughs> I well, don't sure, know how sort of like settled and normal pregnant person I'm going to feel. Yeah. Um,
0: well, that I mean, obviously makes sense, right? right? Yeah. Because it's, you know, and obviously there's almost zero concern that, uh, that what happened last time would happen again. It would sure. be like the most crazy. I mean, it would be like getting struck by lightning in the same place seven times. Like it's wildly um, rare mm-hmm. s- to have it happen once. Mm-hmm. And then...
1: And you know that in your, course, like... Well, of
0: course, intellectually. In
1: your intellectual brain. Yeah, but of that, course. like, that that reptilian brain is just, oh, brrr, like, warring, warring back there, sure. right? Sure.
0: <laughs> well, and, like, the idea that I'm so open about things from, you know, in my world, and I think it's, like, anybody that I've been friends with for a long time, or anybody that's known me for a long time, like, knows that I go there. Like, I go deep pretty fast. And, um... It's a superpower, but it's also an Achilles heel, obviously, because it's leaving. I mean, it's literally an Achilles heel from the story of what Achilles, what happened to Achilles. But like I'm I I leave myself open for people knowing too much. And I'm always TMI. But it let you know, and it gives people kind of a I don't know, it lets them in further than a lot of people would be comfortable with. And it's further than I'm comfortable with sometimes. But it's just it's just how I have to live. So I don't know.
1: Well, and we've had a real return on that investment. Oh, 100%. Right? Um, just thinking about, you know, after telling everyone what happened with Katie, yeah. and the the buoys that
0: mm, totally.
1: we were thrown out was, I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. have that, that wouldn't have been possible. Right. Right?
0: Well, and most people get that, I think, from their immediate friends and family, right? Mm-hmm. But we had it from people that were so unexpected Mm -hmm. and it was just wild. And to me it's, you know, like there was this moment at our wedding where we were standing there and it was like the people from your world and then the people from my world that were talking to each other and like my uncle who lives in New York City and is like a stock trader was talking to like your friend from Virginia Beach or whatever. You know, it's just like these rent, like these connections that never would happen in in other parts of the world. And I just remember thinking that was like the most magical thing I'd ever seen. And we talked about it a lot. And then this was kind of a similar thing for me. It was like people coming out of the woodwork that I'd never, you know, that I hadn't thought about in years or wasn't really that close with ever in my life or just people we didn't even know that were coming out and saying things that were so crazy supportive. Well, because when you
1: have a really close friendship or a close bond with someone, you hope that in times of distress that you'll reach out and then vice versa, right? But this was a... This was so unique because it, oh, was yeah. a, it was from our kind of like greater community, people that we don't necessarily see face to face. Totally. And, um, and it just felt like, why do you care about us? You well, <laughs> like,
0: And I was definitely, the thing that I worry about in this scenario is tr- like the tragedy porn and like the people right. that are like, you know oh man I knew someone that died in 9-11 like people that kind of get off on being around tragedy and I've seen that a lot in my life with people who've lost a partner or things like that and and there was people that kind of wanted to be around it because it was like drama and Mm. it was like ooh, I could be a part of this but that was not something that showed up for us Mm -mm. like and it's you know we've also I mean from a personal perspective and then on the podcast like We've talked about MC Hammer's dick way too much. We've talked about a lot of things that are really fucking stupid. And there's no reason that anybody should listen to the show. And yet our numbers always steadily go up. We're always had like new people often stay with the show, I think. And like there's no reason for that except for the fact that I think like we're kind of like we're open about things that I think people oftentimes haven't been. And whether that's having really bad taste in humor Or it's talking about something that's really fucking serious like this, but with like, I don't know, with kind of a real version of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't have really been able to, I don't know what I would have done once we lost Katie without this. Mm -hmm. Or without the community and without being able to like barf into the microphone. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, Who knows? You may have created the next Banksy art piece or something.
0: I think I would have just gone and found drugs.
1: Yeah, yeah, or that. I, think I
0: would have found a big bag of cocaine and just been like, "This is great."
1: <laughs> yeah, and
0: it would have been great. Sure. Yep, it would have been helpful. Yeah, I mean, for however, an hour and a half. it's so funny because we were <laughs> we were
1: talking about that today, just like God, remember remember the days when, like, we couldn't get out of bed,
0: right? Until because noon? of the depression stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, uh. not because of cocaine use, but no, yeah, I mean there was. Well, today was the first day in Portland that it's like rained the whole day, mm-hmm. and oh boy, even waking up at like eight this morning was like oof. It was like <laughs> eight's late, yeah. and we were both like, I mean, I could just lay in bed all day if you want right. to, but yeah, there was days where we left like laid in the van or laid in the in our bed until noon, and it mm-hmm. was and it was like it took a spatula. Surprise, both out of bed. Yeah.
1: I know. It's really, um, I don't know. It just feels so good to to feel that kind of veil yeah. lifting. Yeah, 100%. And, um, yeah, and there's, so, there's still so many moments when I think about Katie and I think there's, you know, like going into my transfer, I feel like was one of those like big wash of, Kind mm. of grief again. Yeah, I mean, I just cried through the entire oh, dude, transfer, basically. Yeah. But it's so scared me a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, it's it it's exactly what I did of almost course. a year. Oh no, I know. Or a little over a year prior. Yeah,
0: I mean, and this is, I mean, we're landing at a month earlier now, so totally. like due dates just a month. Well, earlier than and my open.
1: transfer was supposed to have been. Oh yeah. In September, right? Like September fifteenth, mm. and so. It would have been right around the That's same time. That's crazy. Dude. I know it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty wild. But here we are. Yeah, we're here waiting on a six and a half week ultrasound. True. You're in that good strong little heartbeat. Yeah, she's gonna that be that pumping. Little hummingbird heart. I
0: know. Yeah, it's great. And we're. Do you want to talk about anything else? I saw that You know, fucking Greg, Greg Abbott today. said oh, this is talking about SB8, mm-hmm. talking about Texas. And so I mean, they've already passed. Um, a couple other things that are kind of leading up in other states that are like kind of teeing up a version of SB8, and then I saw today that he reinforced the idea that there will never be an exception for uh, women who've been raped, and he said there's 15,000 rapes a year in Texas, and he says they're gonna um, they're gonna get rid of the rapists. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. How
0: how are you gonna do that,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bro? Fucking really late term abortions. So
0: start using there's two hashtags if you guys are ever talking about SBA or talking about Texas, and two hashtags that I want to start using are hashtag abort Texas and hashtag abort Greg Abbott. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean <laughs> I believe in very late term abortions. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh you just like mowed over my joke and didn't even laugh at
0: it. <laughs> what was your joke? I I didn't even hear it.
1: I said very late term abortion when you said how they're going (laughs) to get rid of all the rapists. Oh, you did? (laughs) Yeah. I know you're so worried about your next line.
0: I know. I just got diagnosed (laughs) with ADHD, everybody. Ooh,
1: another big news delivery. Yeah.
0: So I decided my therapist and I have been talking for a long time and she's dope. Um, I don't know if she listens to this. She actually might listen to the show. Um, If she does, what up? But uh, but she, I've known forever that I probably have something busy brainy. And so she was like, you know, it might be a good idea for you just to get an ADHD or just see if you get diagnosed with something. And so I talked to this person and I got an assessment. And I mean, big fucking surprise. <laughs>
1: I was shocked, personally. Yeah. I have
0: ADHD. <laughs> and so I don't know what I'm going to do about it. I have I have meds coming that I haven't taken yet. But I'm also taking like some nice supplements, SAM-E, is that how you mm-hmm. say it? SAM-E yeah. and then um, methylfolate, which are kind of depression. Sl- like we're going into rainy season here, so I'm kind of like, just want to prep for winter. But, the, um, but I also got diagn- or, uh, prescribed Adderall. And so, I don't know, I'm just going to just see, see if I can do a little, just, I don't know, focusing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that's my news. <laughs> <laughs> in <laughs> mental health news. <laughs>
1: That's big news.
0: I know it is. And I feel like I've been, um, well, I don't know, my whole life I've kind of like done things to calm it down, which part of it, that is talking. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if I get all the, if I get the talkies out, mm-hmm. then I feel better. Uh, another one is drinking. Like it definitely like calms my brain to have some, a beer or two mm-hmm. or 10. Well, um, it'll be
1: interesting too if you decide to to take the Adderall if a if a stimulant is the way to go cuz for some people's ADHD it's like whew, it's really really good and for others right. it's not it's not so good so yeah. it'll be I'm, interesting to see if it like what camp you fall into because you do sort of Will self-medicate with alcohol. Sure, and that's totally. very much not a stimulant. So right. I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. But
0: the thing is, I, I'll sell, see the thing about alcohol that's such a weird thing is that it's a it's a it's a it's a depressant, but it's an inhibition yeah. depressant too. So it's kind of like it makes you feel happier. I mean, that's the whole thing. That's why people drink, right? Sure, because it's like high, 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 and then it's low, low, low. And so, and I've. I love the, like, fun social part of drinking. Right. I hate all the other elements of it. I don't like feeling out of control. I don't like feeling mm-hmm. shitty the next day. Mm-hmm. And um, I've taken, I took Ritalin, like, recreationally when I was younger, mm-hmm. like, in my early 20s. And everybody else that was taking it was like, no, man, it's like, you know, it's like an up. it's like cocaine, but not, but we can get it from a doctor. Yeah. yeah, like,
1: I would take it to write my paper all night.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 And so, but I would, and yeah, which is so, that's focus, right? Right. And these, but these people would take it to party, and I would be like, oh, I feel like, I feel really good right now. Like I should do my taxes <laughs> or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that'll be really, it'll be really interesting. I know. To, we'll see. Yeah.
0: Maybe next episode, I'll I'll snort a whole rail of Adderall. that'll be
1: a good test. Yeah, I think you should Let's do it
0: on f- mic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep.
1: And, and probably using your nose as the delivery vehicle. Was
0: that not how you're supposed to take <laughs> it? <laughs> it said water and a pill. So I was just going to snort it and snort some water. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I love that idea. I
0: love you. Love you too. Hey, let's get back on the couch and watch that show.
1: Yeah, we wanted to just give you an update, tell yeah. you that we really, really love you. For real. Um, and... Uh, I don't know. Little babe is cooking away in there. Fuck
0: yeah. I know. Speaking of cooking, we're still we have backburnered um, the Mike Eaton cooking show, but not backburnered in the sense of not going to do it. I think we're definitely gonna do it. We're just we're just kind of noodling. I'm just using all the food metaphors again. Love, love it, buns, love it, buns. love it. We're noodling it. with all the different ways that we can kind of do it. Mm-hmm. And figure I've out how we can whip it up. Like there to be a visual angle to it. Mm-hmm. But um it's on its way. Yeah. Anything else you want to say?
1: Nothing else
0: I want to say. Ooh, you know what's coming up day after tomorrow? Or no, end of the week? Monster House. Ooh. Do that sound.
1: Mon- this one?
0: Ooh. Is it a ghost? Is that a ghost noise or a witch noise? Ghost. Oh, ghost Yeah, because yeah. witch does the cackle. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> Ooh, do a creaky door. <laughs> It wasn't much of a climax of the door actually opened <laughs> It got the same sound the is that there. a creaky door? No, it's like, it's got to like, Rrr. like it's got to like open. It's got to become sharper.
1: Oh, I disagree.
0: Really? Yeah, I disagree. Well, you know I the, think it's the,
1: way more terrifying. If it if just...
0: It's... Yeah. Oh, that's maybe how it needs to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is, welcome to the uh, Foley <laughs> Arts show, how we do sound effects. <laughs> I
1: know, did I miss my calling?
0: I know, do one more. Do, what's another... Do a cat sound. Pretty good. What else is on Halloween? Do Wolverine. Oh, no. Wolfman. Oh, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. (laughs) (laughs) Do Frankenstein. Uh, Uh, (laughs) uh, Something.
1: (laughs) Or was that Arnold Schwarzenegger?
0: (laughs) Dana, get down. Nine millimeter bullet shells on your pizza. (laughs) Pretty good. Uh, no, but uh, on Friday, which is October 1st, I think, mm-hmm. is the day that our house becomes a jack-o'-lantern. So monster fun. Monster house. You know what
1: else is really exciting? That's, uh, I'll be officially six weeks
0: oh, pregnant on that day. On monster house day. Yeah,
1: so we'll, yeah, that's okay. a really fun celebration. That is really weeks.
0: fun. Okay. I have a couple new additions to the monster house. Very exciting. Can't wait. I'll put a picture up on my, uh, Mikey Rins Day, in, or Make on sure. my Instagram account, which is at Mike Sheether, at Mikey Sheether. I don't know. Something like that. Sure. One of those, but we love you guys. We're gonna go back and watch some. Uh, watch how uh, a bunch of people got scammed by leggings. Mm. Sounds great. Okay.
1: She got legs.
0: Ooh, ZZ Top. She, she knows, knows how to, to use them. them. God, ZZ Top. How those guys do? They're fucking dope. Actually, they had a couple great songs. Like. Um. Ooh, what was the name of that song? <laughs> it has like a funny name. Mm, not La Conchita, but it's a name like that. And it's like a... Oh, uh, LaGrange. Head on down to LaGrange. I'm not with you. Oh, it's great. They were just good guitarists. Better songwriters than you'd imagine. Sure. Yeah, go back and revisit. ZZ Top. Okay. Pretty good. They're probably anti-maskers though. Shit. Mm. Those beards. Um, I'm Mikey. I'm Ray. And tonight... We're oh. gonna stay here. Yes. And we'll lay stay on the couch. I'm going to comb my fucking beard.
1: Now wear a mask.
0: And put some sunglasses on. Even though it's night.
1: <laughs> oh, is that their song?
0: What? I wear my sunglasses at night? Yeah. No.
1: No. Okay. Don't mask.
0: <laughs> Love you. <laughs>